Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, Sam, managing editor of Fightful.com. Fightfulwrestling.com. You know the drill. Head there for your wrestling news. We did a Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor post show this weekend. We did a New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling Fighting Spirit Unleashed podcast this weekend. Those are available wherever podcasts are available, as well as Fightful.com, FightfulPods.com. Of course, if uh, you want to get a little bit extra, we have FightfulSelect.com. The new retro review dropped today. ECW One Night Stand 2006. Great retro review podcast I did with my dude John Baez and uh, Warren Hayes. We got a lot of those filming soon. We have uh, new dark match commentary, Shelton Benjamin and Randy Orton against Billy and Chuck. That just dropped, as well as my Q&A show. Just head over there. Maybe you'll see something you like and want to subscribe. Otherwise, keep it locked to Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. Big weekend, UFC 229. Connor and Habib, biggest fight of the year, one of the biggest fights in MMA history. We have your preview show Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. We have your live podcast Saturday night. My God, lots of stuff. But tonight we have WWE Monday Night Raw. I am joined by Alex Palowski. Alex, did you happen to see the latest dot in which I connected about the Milwaukee fiasco? I did. I did. I and I did. it. How did we miss it? I I I I really think you're onto something. I think this seals it. Yeah, yeah. We'll have more rampant Milwaukee speculation on the Tuesday podcast. We have that Wednesday. Listen, your boy podcast, real really reemerging. See the numbers climbing on that. Want to thank you guys for that. Make sure you all check that out. Let's go ahead and talk about Monday Night Raw. Starts off with a Dean Ambrose promo going on about the rumors that he's going to leave the Shield. I thought he was uh, pretty good and ambiguous here. Very defensive about the questions that Charlie Caruso poses him. And I'm like, whoa, she's just the messenger. I've been there, Charlie. I get it. Sometimes you got to ask the tough questions like, hey, guy. And then somebody just goes off. That's right. That's what Dean Ambrose did tonight, Alex. Yeah, uh, he was a little defensive. Uh, I, I will say this is my favorite version of Dean. Dishonorably discharged Dean. With his with his his dog tags, and you know his his uh, special forces vest, just in you know, like just looking kind of disheveled, like he, he might have just you know skipped his AA meeting today. He's he's a little on a little on edge, and I like that about this team. I hope one day like Shield, they they aren't like SWAT; they're just security guards or something. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be, would be cool. Just 
<laughs> the like Renacop version of the shield. I'd like that. I guess that is kind of what Drake Maverick was for a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like they don't have guns. They've got the beanbag guns, though. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. sure. Uh, also, everybody who chants what at a WWE show is not allowed to come to my birthday ever. Oh, they're terrible. Dean Ambrose calls Baron Corbin a substitute teacher, the world's largest. I don't know if that's a shot at how he dresses or if it's a shot, a shot at that he's filling in for Kurt Angle. Uh, maybe both. Maybe both. I never. I mean, I never had a substitute teacher where the vest without the tie and sleeves rolled up. Oh, I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a thing in Kentucky. Rest of the nines, I tell you. So, boy, this show got off to a weird start. Let's go ahead and talk about this because, man, it's a point of contention and nobody could make any sense of it. I like to think we're pretty objective on this show. If something's good, we're going to say it's good. You and I often don't agree. If something's bad, you know we're going to tear it up. We're about to tear this shit up. Corbin says, okay, Dean, I'm giving you three choices. You can face your brother, Roman, for the WWE Universal Championship, you can face your brother Seth for the Intercontinental Championship, or you can face Big Bad Braun one-on-one. Ambrose offers to fight Corbin instead. Cool, whatever. Just makes Dean look really stupid. But later on in the show, I'm not even going to wait to get into it, Roman Reigns is involved. And he's facing Dolph Ziggler. And Baron Corbin comes out and he says, Whoa, 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 whoa. This is not a title match. You don't get to defend your title. Not until Crown Jewel in November. To which my my first thought is, if I'm Dolph Ziggler, I'm catching this son of a bitch backstage and I'm putting a pain on him. I'm putting an ass whipping on him real proper. Oh, by the way, Drew doesn't get a title shot either. If I'm Drew, if I'm Drew, I'm putting the schmack right on Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, who talked Dolph Ziggler into wasting his rematch clause when he wasn't physically ready, now has two title matches taken away. But Roman Reigns, who he hates so much, Alex, had the opportunity to defend that title against another guy Baron doesn't like in Dean Ambrose. What the f- What is going on? Yeah, uh, this is all over the place. It seems like you had um, two like groups of writers writing the same story, and they tried to like mash them together, and it didn't work, and they said, just screw it, we'll do it anyway. Because I honestly really loved the idea of putting, putting this, the question to Dean. You can face either one of your brothers and get those titles that, that you don't have. Or you can face Braun. You can be good to your brothers, but you're probably going to get your butt kicked. Which is it? And if they had made him agonize over that question all night until he picked one at the end, and that was your main event, that's a cool storyline to go through. You know what I mean? Like like Roman saying, you know what? You need this opportunity. You should face me. And like, man, I know I need a charity, whatever. That That's a cool storyline. But instead, they were like, no, you got to choose right now. And that was weird because, of course, we have to have the the big nostalgia bit for the main event segment. Um, And then later, they're like, no, 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 I was just kidding. Your title can never be defended until November because the Saudi prince told Vince 
that he needs that title defended in in Saudi Arabia. Um, and Stephanie just told me that. So it goes back on everything that he said. It's all double talk. None did of it makes say, any sense. Did he physically say that? No, 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 no. Oh. If he if he says that, it almost makes sense. Yeah. Like Stephanie called me and told me just now, Roman, you're not going to defend your title until then because we need you wearing it when you go to Saudi Arabia. They, they have a website and they can make these characters say whatever it is they want. Right. They can go Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Billy After style from the 80s and just make shit up. And if somebody there has a problem with it, they can say, tough, we write your scripts and explain it on their web. It, but it didn't make any sense. It was stupid. Braun looked a little slow tonight, but he's still able to land this sleeper slam. And I don't mean like the kind that Jeff Hardy's been hitting on SmackDown lately. Yeah. I mean, he physically lifted mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose up from a sleeper hold and slammed him down. A nice jumping st- stomp as well. Truman takes his trademark bump over the top rope after an Ambrose thumb to the eye. Uh, I, I thought that Corey Graves should have played this up a little bit more, like because <laughs> Renee Young said something like, "Wow, wonder if he saw that coming." And of course, he didn't. His eye was gouged. Right, yeah, it's like she was setting up Corey Graves to be outraged, and he didn't bite. But I've no. got a lot of praise for Corey Graves tonight. Uh, clever camera work for once saves a bad-looking club to the chest from being exposed. There was a sloppy spot that Ambrose thought quickly on his feet and hit dirty deeds, and they went outside the ring. I don't know why Ambrose is breaking the count. <laughs> on like a nine. No, I don't, I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I, he, he's honorable and wants to get the real victory on the – I don't know. It's stupid. It's babyface it logic in WWE. It is stupid. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, ben Henderson is – who I'm supposed to interview this week, former UFC champion, one of the nicest guys. I mean, he comes out to our God is an awesome God. <laughs> and he says, I don't care how I win. They can slip on a banana peel as they walk into the cage for all I care. Right. People want to win. Strowman hits an immediate power slam in the ring. Another happens, but Reigns' music hits. Ambrose is DQ'd when Reigns comes out to help. But then the Shield uh, both helped their buddy made the save. Corey Graves, one just tear rolled down my cheek. I was so happy. He said, Dean Ambrose's purse is going to be a little bit lighter tonight after getting DQ'd. And, man, I've screamed about this forever. Why should they care? Why should they care? Corey Graves just told me why they should care. Because he's not making as much money. And that leads to a little bit of dissension. And when you're not making as much money – and the two guys that helped you have championships, which therefore should add to that as well. Right. If you're a champion, you should get bonus no matter what, whether you're a title match, non-title match. But if it is a title match, you should get even more than that, which is why you want to defend your title and win in those matches. The motivation for these characters is championships. Why? They pay money. Yeah. And that is the ultimate motivation for so many good on Corey Graves. This match was mediocre. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I liked, I like the story you can tell with Dean, who's not afraid of anybody and Braun, who's just, you know, who's unstoppable. But I liked, I liked Dean's comeback. I thought the dirty D's was, was, was a nice touch. That was something I didn't think he was going to be able to land on him. Um, but it's, it's back to the same thing. Braun's just out there wrestling a match. And they tried, they tried to say, 
Oh, he's he's laying it on thick. He's 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 trying to route Dean Ambrose. He's not going to go for the pin. But I mean, I mean that's kind of his thing. So when 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 Seth and Roman come out there and beat him up three on one, you're back to where we were a month ago with him being beat up three on one. I'm like, okay, well, okay. I I, I get and I like Braun not being afraid of anybody, but part of me feels like if. If he's going to be a heel, he should be like Shao Kahn. Like he's sitting back and watching all these yes. guys mm-hmm. kill each other. But then again, he he does just look like if you were in whatever point of history, they rode right. on horses and cut people's heads off, that he would yeah. be on one of those horses cutting somebody. He might be the horse. Yeah. There there's a there there's a guy in uh in in Norse mythology and may have actually existed. His name was Rolf the Walker. Named named because he was so large, no horse could carry him. So he walked into battle with his giant axe over his shoulder. That's who that guy should be in in that in those days. That guy. You want to know why Alex Palowski is on this podcast? No prior journalism experience before, maybe a couple months before Fightful. He has stage experience, acting experience, and Norse history yeah. experience. Yeah. Yes, uh, I am well-read in any number of completely irrelevant disciplines. <laughs> it was relevant tonight. <laughs> Dogs of War come out after Strowman wins and Corbin makes Ziggler versus Reigns. We ran through what happened. Corbin basically says, I know you guys don't give a shit about this match, but before you try to, let me make you not. Okay. Ziggler hits a DDT on the floor and a horrible-looking Fame Master in the ring for the second week in a row. That move has about a, oh, I don't know, 60% uh, shooting percentage, still way higher than Lonzo Ball's free-throw shooting percentage, by the way. But it doesn't hit very often these days, Alex. No, it doesn't. Uh, It hits about as often as uh, Lonzo Ball's free-throws. Might I remind Kyler James, our social media guy, that Markel Fultz, Forgot how to shoot a basketball last year. He didn't know how to shoot a basketball. Mm -hmm. Forgot. He came back and shot at a better clip than Lonzo. Either way, a couple of really extended sleeper spots and a zigzag, but Reigns gets a Superman punch on a super kick attempt. He won with a great spear off of a sunset flip flip attempt. Ziggler's cell was outstanding, and this was an angle of the spear that we don't necessarily see a lot, Alex. No. Uh, I complained a couple weeks ago about how WWE started having Brie Bella do her running knee with the, the opponent's back to the hard camera, and that's not good. That's not good because you can see Brie's knee not hitting. Yeah. When it was the way that Brie had done it for years, you couldn't see that. With Reigns doing this spear in a different way, it just felt different. I've seen that spear 300 times. It felt yeah. different tonight. It felt really cool. I liked it. Yeah, especially with, with Ziggler selling it because he he can, he just really looks like he's been broken in half. Damn right. Damn right. Ronda Rousey's out next with the Bella Twins. She defeated Ruby Riot with the Riot Squad. It is good to see Liv Morgan. And Michael Cole seems to indicate she's cleared for Saturday. That would be great news. Still, there's, you know, a lot of things happened over the last week. Yes. Some crazies went after Brie Bella over the last week. Yeah. Um, It got got wild. Here's the thing. Uh, I think that you can uh, be of the opinion that 
Brie has been very reckless during her recent run after she's been back. And uh, to the point where she's unsafe and, and needs to take a step back from at least wrestling on TV uh, to, to get back to her pre-pregnancy form. You can be of that opinion and not scream it at her via social media. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a way to do it and just have the opinion and express it civilly without being, you know, a crazy, you know, nut job. <laughs> Who's, who's, you know, threatening her and saying miserable, horrible things to her. Alex, have I ever told you the Vince Russo Snapchat story? I don't believe you have. So, I have about, oh, let's see. How many Twitter followers do I have? 12,000, maybe? The Bella Twins have 3.53 million. Mm. So, um, a scotch above me. Yes. So, in all seriousness, insane reach. They're on multiple shows. So, whatever I have personally experienced as a dude at that, magnify that by about a million times. One time, about five, six months after Vince Russo stopped working for this site, I'm on a podcast with you. Yes. I would love to determine which one it is so we could see my reaction. (laughs) The biggest mistake I ever made was making my Snapchat name just my name. But the thing is, when I had my old one, people wouldn't add me back because they didn't know who the hell I was. Eventually, randos started to figure out what it was. They would just add it, whatever. I've made it public since. I'm on a show with you four months after Vince Russo and Fightful have parted ways. I open up my Snapchat and I get a very aggressive picture of a cock! That says, and I quote, fuck Vince Russo. Mm. Before I could reply and say, well, with that, it looks like you could. They had blocked me. Um. I am a guy who is not on worldwide TV. I'm not on multiple reality shows. That is one of the weirder things that has happened to me. I've had much weirder, if you believe it. I can't imagine the kind of fucking weirdos. Pardon my language, guys. I've cursed a lot tonight. Pardon my language. I can't imagine the level of weirdos she has experienced. Do I think she's been reckless? Yes, I do. Do I think she's responsible for last week? Yes, I do. As do virtually everybody in that were that was there. As well. However, the level in which some people take it is so far beyond anything that should exist or should happen. It gets downright creepy and downright weird. Like you, you just know their Twitter eggs, which don't, unfortunately, at least it was somewhat endearing when they had yeah, eggs. I, I miss the eggs. The, the silhouette is just so impersonal. I like the egg. The, yeah, and, and the silhouette seems a little more aggressive, yeah. personally. Yeah. So, guys, if you're watching this and you are one of those people, please remember the, these are actual human beings. They do have feelings. It's weird. I'll say this. If there's anybody that a new wrestler like Ronda Rousey should be in the ring with, it's Ruby Riot. She's outstanding. Yeah. Riot pulls Rousey into the post, grinds away with some heelish offense. I loved her using the fish hooks in a legal tactic. 
in MMA. Yes. Corey Graves brought it up. He said, you can't do that in MMA. She's finding some success. She, she's going after her in, in ways that Rousey's not used to defending. She's never fought off fish hooks in WWE. <laughs> really smart stuff. Ruby Riot hit an STO on Rousey, which is a judo takedown. Give her the bronze medal. Rousey needs to hand it over, <laughs> in my estimation. Yes. The end of Rousey's offense got sloppy. She could have yeah. like went really badly in that gut wrench power bomb, which the last one I saw was just killer. It was awesome. Right. right. But Riot uh, takes that suplex that she's been throwing better than anybody I've seen so far. Yes. The the Riot kick countered into that over overhead toss suplex thing. That it was like out of a cradle, like you're cradling a lover, stepping over the threshold, just over the head. Yeah. That thing. That was great. And the fa- I love when I see signature move countered directly perfectly into other wrestlers' signature move. It always pops me. That was a great one. Good stuff. Spinning Samoan goes into an arm bar. Rousey wins. But uh, Rousey's got to learn. She she can't be the next one. I think it's that, no. that criticism. They, they don't no. need that. Connor with Victor defeated Bobby Roode with Chad Gable. They are really pushing 38-year-old Connor, who first signed with WWE in 2005 as a prospect, Alex. This I don't this this feels like they're gonna feed him to some kid in Shanghai, like they did with 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 Bo Dallas a couple yeah. of years ago. And Bo Dallas had a mini push out of nowhere, and all of a sudden he, they got fed to some kid in Shanghai, and then they we never heard from that push again. I feels like what this is, but. This this whole thing, this whole thing feels like I made a wish on a monkey's paw to see more Chad Gable on Raw, and what I got was Chad Gable be- buddying up with babyface Bobby Roode and losing a feud to the Ascension. Because we, when you make a wish on a monkey's paw, Sean, yeah, you got to be careful what you wish for. You're right? Because you I remember the Simpsons episode, my dude. You'll get what you want, but it won't be exactly how you wanted it. Remember that episode. I remember that episode. This is as basic and heatless as it gets. Victor attacks Gable. Rude is distracted. Connor hits the dominator for the win. If I'm Connor and I see a punishment Martinez possibly heading to WWE, I'm learning some new tricks. (laughs) Punishment Martinez is a six foot five guy who can run from the inside of the ring, take a step on the second rope and do a tope con hilo over the top rope. And he's 36. That's not going away anytime soon, if it hasn't yet. Nope. Match wasn't great. Neither was B-Team defeating the Revival. The Revival came out like a house of fire, like they were about to get beaten in a couple minutes. Nice bulldog from Dawson. A brief B-Team chant. Axel gets worked over methodically until Mini Bray gets tagged into a decent reaction. Spinebuster lands for Dawson, and you can just tell Bo was winning. He was so fired up. I could see it. They do. This was short and pointless. This only served for them to get their asses kicked by AOP right after. Yeah, That's I would, it. Yeah. Uh, I was, I had such high hopes for the revival after last week. That was their best match on the main roster versus Drew and Dolph. Uh, it showed a different side to them. They got all new, amazing babyface offense. They hit the old power and glory double team finishing move. It was amazing. I was completely here for a new 
rejuvenated revival and uh, wait a minute r.i.p revivals mini push it's over um although i didn't see them get beat up by by aop um which easily could have happened aop could have taken out the losers of the match as well but they took out b team but left revival fine so maybe the revival are still around and can have i don't understand why they're losing matches to the b team i just don't i can't pretend anymore this is terrible. Although, hooray for AOP having direction. Yeah, Baron Corbin seems impressed. They have Drake dressing normally. Yeah. He actually, you noticed he was wearing something out of the Paul Ellering collection. He sure was. It was a black leather sport coat. So, so I do say normally by, <laughs> by comparison. <laughs> he does look like he's about to enter this year's Iditarod dog sled <laughs> racing contest. He, he went to Paul Ellering's leather sport coat emporium and he got one. Moment of Bliss is back. Cool. What'd you think of it? I mean, it's fine. It's it's her being, you know, her her being herself, uh, which is she's she's really great at it. I love it. Uh, you, let's 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 do some promotion of evolution uh, on this show, considering it's less than a month away. Um, good. I, I'm hoping after after this weekend, we'll actually start building matches for the women who are currently on your roster and not returning. Hall of Famers. So Alexa Bliss says that when she was seven, she wanted to see her hero, Trish Stratus. And Trish burped in her face, tore up her autograph book, and stepped on her foot. I love that these are clear lies. Yes. But uh, somebody I follow, Taryn, at Live or Leave on Twitter, said, (laughs) Evolution is a few weeks away, and the only build we've had is Alexa Bliss calling Trish's eyelids wrinkly. Yes. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And in a cool promo tonight, a cool vignette tonight. The the promo video was very cool. I liked it. Yes, um, I, I'm I'm into it. I'm I'm excited. Let, let's do this. But on Monday, like a week from tonight, if we don't get major story progression for the women on on Raw towards something, like I mean, Bailey's just hanging out, you know, with with Finn. Uh, like these, because the mix match shall say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply challenges going on all these women are their stories are intertwined with the guys they can't even have like their their own builds towards something evolution because to me 
it feels like WWE has said this thing we're doing with Facebook is more important than the first all women's pay-per-view. That, I mean, that's certainly what it looks like to me. You're building those matches every, every week, but you're not building anything for evolution. Then, then you have the Sasha thing, man. I have tried to find out. I've asked a lot of people what's up with Sasha. They're being real quiet about it. So man, hopefully hope, everything's good. I hope it's not something that keeps her out for that, for that pay-per-view. Cause me she too. Just, she deserves to be there. Like, yeah. I think they said, didn't WWE release the top whatever women's matches in WWE? And she was in the top three. Yeah, She probably. was in the top three. Like, she's she's great. <laughs> so, Roman Reigns is checking on Ambrose, as Rollins did earlier. But Ambrose is being real pissy about it. Yeah. Real yeah. pissy. I, I did. I did like his this thing. Like he was he was upset that Roman took so long to come down and help him with Braun. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took that out on on Seth. I liked I liked his whole thing, man. You know what's you know what sucks? I could be the Intercontinental Champion right now, and I just love the way he said that. So matter of fact, like I I know I could beat you, but I did notice they had him say to Roman later, "I might be." the universal champion right now. I definitely would have beaten you, Seth, but I had a chance, Roman, because I, I can't say it ever would have beaten you because there's no way they would have him say that. Yeah. <laughs> Strowman sees his homeboys backstage and says that Ambrose would fit in well because he's a tough bastard, even though I destroyed <laughs> him earlier. <laughs> Did you all see my appearance in the Holmes and Watson trailer this weekend? I have a scene with Will Farrell and John C. Riley. He does. He does. He calls Ambrose a winner and says that Ziggler was the weak link tonight that they don't need. Dean Ambrose or Drew McIntyre defeated Seth Rollins. Rollins goes right to a suicide dive, but falls victim to a cool spot where he tries to do a go behind where he pushes off of the corner and gets kicked. I loved Drew McIntyre's side slam off the stairs onto the apron. I don't see that all the time. I don't I don't see that ever. I like it. Yeah. Innovation always good. Back body drop counter from Rollins. Then he reverses an Alabama slam into a victory roll. Another clever spot that I haven't seen. Very that cool. gets it too. Uh, a short arm clothesline from McIntyre results in Rollins going across his back and hitting a Falcon arrow, which is very impressive on a guy Drew's size. Ziggler's music hits, allowing Claymore the Claymore to hit for McIntyre. Rain saves Rollins from the beatdown. Braun follows. Ambrose shows up with an axe handle, but he's beaten down. They all are. He takes a terrible-looking Claymore zigzag. Took it like a real ass. This is a pretty good match. I mean, it's one we've seen. It's I would like to. They're they're building to this Saturday. Yeah, L- which listen. we will we will have a live post show right after Super Showdown. A lot of other websites are going to wait. Not fightful. We're doing right. it for you. We're doing it for you. <laughs> uh, uh, Drew and Seth work great together. Uh, Drew is is busting out new stuff, no matter who he's working with. This guy's absolutely deserves to be at the very tip top of whatever show he's on for the next few years. He's really, really great and showing it. Uh, I love him in this spot. Um, w- him with Braun uh, and Dolph is a really great triumvirate. This six man tag on. Saturday morning, uh, Saturday night. If you're if you're over there in uh, Australia, uh, has the potential to be all kinds of great. But of course, there's nothing on the line. Just pride, which is fine. 
but you know it's it, uh, it seems that there's there's been a decree Roman can't defend the title until November so uh okay uh but the six man tag should be a lot of fun and the shield will win but um yeah i mean th- this is going to be good stuff but you you can only show me so many beatdowns like it feels like this is probably going to last through December and after the TLC pay-per-view in December, we'll be like, all right, Royal Rumble time. And they'll just try and cobble something together for Royal Rumble stories. It just feels like that's what, what we get every fall. So, fine match. They're building for this. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. We've gotten more substance out of the match that we thought was going to be a house show match in Triple H versus Undertaker than this, really. Which, I mean... The Dean T's, come on, we know he's not Listen, we know he's not leaving before. Right, not, no, he's not leaving tonight. I mean, if they eventually have him turn, by, by having him tease it so many times and go back on it so we never think he's actually going to do it, Yeah, maybe maybe there's there's potential there if they do it right to be very impactful. But that if on the if they do it right is always gigantic in font in my mind. I was told uh, that the production title for tonight's show was Dean's Dilemma. Make that what you all want, guys. Let's talk about something great. Kevin Owens and Elias. Oh, my God. So backstage, Kevin Owens is giving Elias reasons to be upset at a stage hand, saying, what did he say that he wanted? He's like, aren't those cashews? Don't you hate cashews? Didn't you want almonds? You wanted almonds. Yes. (laughs) Or vice versa. KO eats spinach and drinks water before his match. Elias and KO stand in the ring, and it took Elias one mention of the Seattle Supersonics leaving, and you get one of the great ovations in WWE history. And by ovations, I mean insane booze. Is Is this the longest, most sustained boo for a heel just doing regular run of the mill heel shit ever you could have like, had you could have had roman reigns in there but that wasn't but, but, but no no that that was specifically like about roman it was the night after wrestlemania this is a random raw go home show all he did was mention the team that left the town and they went off I for what love felt like ten minutes. I love how he pivoted and said, "Now a city like Oklahoma City, that's a, that's a city." What I love, I love more than anything, maybe ever, is Renee Young going, "No love for Detlef Schrempf." And yeah. I was like, "Oh, Renee, you just went up like seventeen notches in my belt." Oh, German basketball superstar of the Indiana Pacers, then Supersonics. In the 1990s, Detlef Schrempf gets a mention from Renee Young. Brava, m'lady. Brava. You gotta have Elias in a big spot every time you go to Washington now. Oh, every 100%, time. Every time. That was so good. So good. Yes. And I, I don't even think they should have... They should have waited until the crowd completely died down. Yeah. I think. Just ride it. Ride the wave. It was unbelievable. Yeah. The was. heat was just psycho. Uh, somebody pointed out on Twitter that the D string was super flat on Elias's guitar. Are you familiar with guitars? No, I'm uh, I, I'm 
have terrible pitch when I listen to stuff. I don't hear it. Well, you know, sometimes it's something that you can't help. Sometimes your D string goes flat, Alex. That's true. It does. And if, if you're looking for a tune-up, if you're looking for your D string to get right, check out our buddies at bluechew.com. That's blue. Like the color blue, B-L-U-E. They bring you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. If you want to get a sustained reaction, oh boy, it won't be booze. Let me tell you that right now. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach since they're chewable. They work up to twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Most importantly, it's prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person's doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, if you use that code Fightful, you get your first shipment free. They're not going to leave you like the Supersonics. You will be the Supersonic. You'll be jamming it in there like Peyton DeCamp. Shattering backboards, if you know what I'm saying. Use that code FIGHTFUL. Even if you don't, hit them up at GetBlueChew on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. So, Alex. Yeah. There there was a match that followed. Even though at this point, I'm just ready for a Seattle versus OKC battle in WWE. (laughs) I'm ready for Elias and Kevin Owens to dress up in OKC gear everywhere they go, even if it's not related to Seattle, just for my own personal enjoyment, and feud with Daniel Bryan. Yes. Because he's got the Seahawks gear going now. Yeah. Leo Rush comes out, calls Cena a legend. He's not able to follow up. He goes for the cheap heat, but he should have he should have went for the cheap heat earlier. Yes. Because that's what the crowd was about. He should have said... I spoke to my close personal friend, Gary Payton. Yeah. And just gotten that. He should have. Yes. I I don't think anyone, and I mean anyone, was expecting anything even close to, like, that's a, that's a simple, cheap heat, you know, guy makes fun of the town. They boo for 20 seconds. It's over. Like, by the time Leo Rush got out there, they were ready to go find some pitchforks. Like, yeah. it, was, it was nuts. I don't think he had any concept of it like he's never had that kind of thing to play against before what'd you think of the match itself it seemed underwhelming to me yeah i mean it's it's in the spot that was in it wasn't i don't think it was supposed to like be a house of fire i mean the thing was that that it they were they kept mentioning oh john cena's not here so and of course there seems to be a proclamation that you 205 Live guys can show up on Raw, but you're not allowed to hit any offense on anyone ever because Leo Rush is out there just dodging, wearing his little, his really like his little mini Steve Harvey outfit. And he's, he's backflipping and going between legs, but he gets caught in a full Nelson and that's it. So, you know, he's, he's small, Sean. And so he's unable to fight back. 
Yeah, the Lashley or Owens pins Lashley, Lashley with a roll up that I did not buy at all. Not all, not at all. By the way, this wasn't great, but the 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 pre pre match stuff <laughs> was special. It was all time great special stuff. 100%. We got to see something really cool tonight in that regard. Yeah. Um, if Elias wrestles for another twelve years and is Universal Champion four times in his highlight real package when he goes in the hall of fame this from tonight has mm-hmm. to be in it yes like it's it's insane the kind of reaction he got from it, it this it, is one of the things we're going to see on wwe documentaries throughout in in the yeah. future that yeah. they reference on like the top tens and all that yeah, and i'll yeah, be yeah. honest with you there aren't a lot of those these days no no the the guy who goes out there and wants you to boo him the the crowd usually doesn't yeah. So, so this? Oh no, 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 no! You want us to boo you? You mentioned the Sonics just one time, one time. They went crazy. It was great. Alicia Fox has blondish hair. Michael Cole calls Sunil Singh Runjan Singh. To be fair, Runjan Singh has worked with Michael Cole weekly for eleven years. So, Bailey defeated Alicia Fox. Bailey gets a back elbow from the second rope, walks into a knee. This was a mixed match challenge commercial. Bailey wins with a. She had a rope stunner, a drop kick on a roll through, and then a Bailey to belly that Alicia did not take great. No. Uh, but both Balor and Bailey kicked gender before this. Yes. Uh, Alicia's character work is great. The in ring work has been rusty since she yeah. came back. Uh, uh, the, the, the pre match um, little videos uh, for these mixed match challenge preview matches are always excellent. But tonight's was otherworldly with Alicia Fox going crazy, doing yelling stuff about Shanti and not Shanti and Ashanti the singer and all this stuff. And then Jinder at the end says, listen, Alicia, last week was last week. Tonight is tonight. But you are really crazy. And that was the end of the video. And I was like, yes, I can't argue with that. All of the things you just said, Jinder, are true. Last week was last week. Tonight is tonight. And yes, Alicia is crazy. That was it for this segment. That was it. That was it. We moved on. Main event. Well, technically, Shawn Michaels comes out to cut a promo, and really it's just for him to say, I'll be in Australia. It's to have him in the ring physically. That's it. That's all. So he says he's picking his best friend any day of the week and is all too happy to brush back Kane if he has to. Kane appears and punches Michaels. And what I was watching for here is, Will Michaels bump off of it, and how will he bump off of right. it? The answer is yes, and the other answer is really damn well. Yeah, sure. He still bumps very well. And then it hits the dong. The dong. The dong hits hard, Alex. It does. Like it had just gnawed on some blue chew about 15 minutes before. Use that code Fightful. Might need to with these four fellas. Undertaker <laughs> appears. Triple H makes the save. Have you noticed? Do, do you know the differences in themes that Triple H uses? Uh, no, I know there's. Well, I mean, obviously, there's time to play the game. Then there's the bow down to the king, and I'm not sure which. There's also different versions of them. Yes. So the game is when he comes out to wrestle. Ah. Bow down to the king is when he comes out in a suit. Ah. Then you have Evolution when he's with an Evolution member. Sure, sure, you have sure. the DX themed. I feel like there's one more, too. Yeah. And I can't really remember it, but there, there was another pre-qualifier. Either way, 
HBK and Triple H both get choke slam. They took them great too. Yep, yep. They did. Shawn Michaels being completely bald's taking some getting used to though. Yeah. Uh I mean I, they had to know that 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 hat was coming off. Um but I wonder if they were expe- expecting to do the big reveal at, in Australia. But <laughs> it's a we- like like a thing where they, he would come off and he would like or whatever. But it, it is. It's weird. I mean that guy was that guy you know had that wonderful mane of hair in the mid 90s and now it's he's been balding for a while but just to go completely just Vic Mackey it just that's just crazy. Um I did think the crowd should have been just chanting no nostalgia nostalgia. Um this is cool to see these guys back but this isn't this yeah. can't be your biggest program. It just can't. I mean you have How? an inflated roster as it is, and I get it. You want these guys to come back and add some importance, but here's the thing. When you value the brand over the stars that make the brand and prop up the brand and get people interested in the brand, this is what you have. This is what Seth Rollins talked about in a recent interview. Who are going to be the guys in 10 years yep. Yep. that can do this? Now, to put this in perspective, first off, I enjoyed the segment. Looking forward to the match. Sure. I like watching them. But for people who don't, I get it because – the Billionaire Ted skits, all yeah. four of these guys were signed to the company when they aired 22 years ago, and WWE criticized WCW for using people 10 years younger. Let me put that yeah. in perspective. Yeah. That year, 1996, had superstar Billy Graham returned and shown up in WCW to feud with Hulk Hogan in the NWO. He would have been the same age as Shawn Michaels and Undertaker right now. How about Harley Race? Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate to that point, too. All four of these guys in much better shape than a lot of those wrestlers who are wrestling into their 40s and 50s. So while we can draw those comparisons, it is important to say that the level of work is much different. Yes. And all four of these guys, well, at least two of them we know can go, because I don't know what Kane can do after the Achilles deal. That type of injury can be really debilitating. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, I don't have any doubts that he can still go to some degree. Triple H, we know can to some degree. We'll find out about Shawn Michaels, but they they look way better. More, they're more convincing. They're not taking bumps by falling over and like doing crappy stuff like you would have seen out of a Billy Graham in '96. Yeah, and a lot of those guys. So I get it. I see both sides to this, and uh, I'm not one of those people that says. Shawn Michaels, man, let him go away. I don't need to see him. No, I watch PCO wrestle all the time. Right. So I, I'm not against watching Shawn Michaels wrestle. I would love to see Shawn Michaels face any number of guys, and I hope I get to, and I hope he makes a lot of money off of it. Alex, what do right. you think? Um, yeah, the Seth Rollins comment about who, who are the guys who are going to come back in 10 years. I mean, obviously, Roman, Seth, Dean are the people that jump to mind because – they're the only guys that you treat with any real respect and longevity on the, on your main roster. Um, it, it does feel like 10 years. Okay, fine. 20 years. I don't know. Like who, who are you building like right now to be at the same level as these four guys? And like, I don't know, but, but I, I will say um, these guys are definitely having a tag match of survivor series. Um, that's, that seems to be undoubtable now. Um and that's fine, uh, but again, like how th- that I feel like you're gonna have that match. 
You'll have something happen at Royal Rumble, and then you'll have probably Taker versus Shawn Michaels for the last time ever at at, at WrestleMania. And um, if that's if that's what if they build that as this is this is Michael's last match and this is Taker's last match for real this time, okay, fine. Like that's maybe okay. But again, you're just you keep building and making these these guys have the biggest program on your on your biggest shows, which I feel like shows a lack of trust in your current roster, which is the best roster you've ever had, top yeah. to bottom. So the 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 show this Saturday, I had somebody ask on the FightfulSelect.com Q&A show. Do this every other week. little plug there. Subscribe now. Only $5 a month. He said, do you think we'll see a WrestleMania overseas? And I'm like, no, they, they don't need to now. No, the, the, they the, can these. get, they can run the greatest WrestleMania. And yeah. the, the, they can say that. They never, well, at least for now, have to worry about something like that because they can put on shows like what they're doing Saturday and what they're going to do in November. I mean, not only that, no, they can supplement their network with them. Right. And there's no reason why everyone's talking about how they should do a WrestleMania in the UK. Well, why? Just do one of these in the UK because there's, there's no reason not to at this point with the amount of money they're making off of it. Again, guys, we are going to be live, myself and Mr. Warren Hayes, right after Super Showdown. That is the same day as UFC 229. So it will be a wild day. If you want to get a glimpse of Mr. Warren Hayes before then, he hosted a couple shows with Alex a couple months ago when I was gone. Also, we have a free preview playlist on YouTube of Fightful Select. Maybe you're on the fence. You don't know if you'll like the retro reviews. Don't know if you'll like the NXT 205 Live May Young Classic reviews. Don't know if you'll like the weekly Q&A shows, dark match commentary. We've got a full playlist of free content over on YouTube.com slash Fightful where you can kind of check that out. Alex, before we go, i got to share an email that I just got. Please DM do. actually it's from somebody named Ethan James. Got like four followers on Twitter. Hello. Based on the membership criterions of the Illuminati, we find you of great interest being in possession of good mastery of manual dexterity and academic proficiency. With this, we look on you to be the illicit class which will be the platform in which you stand to meet with people of affluent who are able to raise you to the height of wealth, power, fame, and glory. To ascertain these facts, I strongly recommend you to join us, the Illuminati. They also sent a little triangle. It is the up-pointing red triangle emoji. Mm. Just got that during the show. Well, good. I mean, you're obviously going to join the Illuminati. Because- yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna have to check. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask Jimmy if my contract status allows such. But I'm pretty sure he's already in. So he'll be like, "Oh, hell yeah! Finally, he's been calling in like Illuminati favors forever." And Melissa's not getting in though. Melissa, who it is confirmed, I will be fighting our producer Melissa on the 100th episode of Listen, Your Boy in late November. I think next week is our 94th episode. It's going down, Alex. I'm promising a lot of things. I'm promising yes. moves banned in WWE. I'm promising explosions. I'm going to try to work a ladder in there. I'm going to try to make it a ladder match, but Melissa and I are going to fight. What do you think my chances look like? Well, if you can get um, to be your corner man, 
the ghost of John Candy, then I think you're a shoe in, man. Well, I mean, he will be there in spirit. That I can confirm. I will also guarantee that the ghost of John Candy. You might not see him. He's there. The ghost, in- of, the ghost of John Candy is only there in spirit everywhere. Guys, check out all the great things at Fightful.com. Have an interview with filthy Tom Lawler of UFC fame, MLW fame. He went off about the John Jones situation. Went off. Had a recent interview with Christopher Daniels. Lots of neat stuff. Volkan Ozdemir, UFC title challenger. He's on uh, Fightful.com as well. Lots of cool stuff. Lots of columns. Lots of interviews. Lots of exclusive behind-the-scenes info that you can only get at Fightful.com. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe. Uh, What I would like to see you guys do, join us in those live coverages. Comment on stories. Just let me know what you think about stuff. I'll get back to you. I want to grow our community there. We're going to be uh, running contests pretty soon. Check out our buddies at Pro Wrestling Unlimited who were at the New Japan show this weekend. Remember, Ring of Honor, New Japan post shows from this weekend. Follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Until next time, join us Sunday, Saturday. Super Showdown Saturday? Saturday. And tomorrow. And, yeah, and, and tomorrow night. That, that too, and, and Wednesday. Milwaukee! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.